Hey, Ryan. Hey, Chris. What's your New Year's resolution for the year? Jesus, um, I don't know. Lose some weight, maybe. Uh, you know, work harder, love more. I don't know why. What's yours? Two thousand by twenty forty per eye. Oh. Everybody, welcome to 2022 of the Virtual Boys podcast. My name is Chris. This incredibly sexy beast of a man is Ryan from the VR Grid. You're damn right. Lost all our views. Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, yeah, this is the kickoff episode. Almost didn't happen because somehow in the beginning of 2022, uh, Ryan's forgotten how to use technology. But... Uh, we are here. I did it. I did it. He did it. Uh, yeah. So I guess our original idea for the kickoff episode was probably going to be something around expectations for the new year and yada, yada, yada. But obviously, if you've been paying attention to VR news, then you know that the PSVR 2 was kind of officially confirmed. Uh, also confirming all the, all the spec leaks that we knew from before. Um, we can take a quick recap over all that stuff, guys. Um, but we'll bring it up for sure. We'll bring up the, the the more recent news. But really, what we wanted to do is there's some controversy happening around between like PSVR headsets and Quest headsets. And I jokingly said to Ryan the other day that um, originally our topic was going to be uh, now that Christmas has happened, as the as VR finally gone mainstream. And I heard somebody make a comment saying, "Well, now we're seeing console wars between VR and." Uh, that means we've officially hit mainstream and there might be some truth yes. to that, <laughs> but we're going to jump into some of the comments that I've been reading on Twitter. Cause there's some really interesting points of view here. I think of one headset versus the other and wireless versus not wireless. And uh, yeah, we'll get into that. You'll see why we want to, why we think this is a fun topic before that though, guys, don't forget you can support us more on Patreon. Uh, you can also uh, listen to the channel. Uh, if you don't want to watch this, we're on all the major podcast networks. So don't forget, you can go in there and listen to us, download us, um, instead of eating all your data plan, watching these handsome-ass faces on YouTube. But, I mean, come on now. Just damn. Just... <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's why, that's why you subscribe to our, the, our, our podcast. The boys from Virtual Boys. That was an awkward <laughs> sentence. But anyways, we're going to be your 2022 spank bank. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Okay. <laughs> We're, we're keeping it classy in 2022, boys and girls. Uh, One of us is, anyways. Yeah. Sadly, I still haven't decided who that is. Um, I like Chris. Your, I like your backdrop. Before we get into this, thank you. I think I used it. Before. I can't remember if it's before. Oh, actually, I have a PlayStation logo back there. Oh my! God, I even noticed that. I was wow. That's, say. Way, way to go, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get to it, though, Chris. I mean, um, what have you what have you been up to for the last month? What have you been doing, man? When you ask me what I've been up to, you mean just period, or are you talking about video games? I don't know. What do you think the audience wants to hear? Video games. They don't care about... There you go. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing a lot of VR on my time off, actually, uh, which I did last year, too, because, which we've talked about before, the curse of having the channel is sometimes Ryan and I have a really hard time playing VR for fun. Not that it's not fun. But when you're playing a game for a review, it always feels very, very different. 
Yeah. And you also just don't go back to a game to like replay or grind or just have fun or socialize or whatever. Um, and I definitely took like I had two weeks off and I tried to play as much VR as I could once Christmas was over. My parents had left the house because um, they were visiting and they needed to leave. But that's another conversation. Um, yeah, I played a lot of VR. I was trying to catch up on some games, games that like were ridiculous that I hadn't either tried or beaten. Um, I played Half-Life Alex. I finally beat it. It's good. It is good. If you're good. a fan of the Half-Life franchise, it's nice that it has an ending that matters. I really appreciated that. Yeah, so you have beat it. I uh, I mean, I'd played, I'd played like half of it and then just never went back to it. And I kind of beat it now. And it's interesting because I've often said in the channel that I think it's like a super overrated title that I think it's gorgeous and it's and it's and it's slick as shit but it's incredibly overrated as everyone's saying that it's like the be all end all of VR and after yeah. beating the game I feel exactly the same way <laughs> <laughs> like it's epic no, the it's, first it's, half and last half of the game don't really change too much well there, okay so. oh you know that's not completely true I don't want to ruin stuff for people but it does get increasingly epic and as it starts to tie in pretty hard to the uh, other like the old series um that got really cool. Like, and it definitely sets itself up for a sequel, like hard, like it's unapologetically mm-hmm. setting itself. Like if it was a movie, people are like, Oh, come on. But yeah. But except for the fact that it, it kind of, it, it, it changes, it changes previous narrative. So it's not like, a, it's not like an all new, like to be continued. It like literally fucks with time. I'm sorry. I mean, Alex's two year old game here. I'm not going to ruin the ending, but it, it, it changes what you thought was canon, which was awesome. I really enjoyed the fact that, like, it didn't... My big fear with Half-Life, Half-Life Alex was the fact that it was... Now we're just talking about Alex. Um, was that it was going to be a VR, like, like throwaway side story that didn't affect the plot in any major way. And by the time we got to the, the end of the game, yeah. and it did affect the overall narrative, I was so happy because then it made it feel more like Half-Life 3 than Half-Life Alex, if that makes sense. And I... See, I, like, I don't remember the storyline a lot from 1 and 2, and I heard this takes place between 1 and 2. I don't know yeah. if that's true, but it takes place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between one and two, and then yeah, I, I, can't, I mean, it's a bit foggy now. I don't want to ruin too much, but, but gameplay wise, it does open up a little bit at the end, which I thought was kind of unfortunate. Like it gets away from the like the the typical like you're walking down a corridor, you've got a gun. That's pretty much the whole game. Like you know, it's it's it definitely keeps you in enclosed spaces, and it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't exactly push itself out of like. Um, playing it very safe in vr it's very solid and very polished but it's very safe and mm-hmm. eventually you start to get some of like your like some like additional powers and it starts to stretch it's so anyways by the time i beat it i even though i still feel it's an overrated game you you do come away with this like damn it i want to play something this polished again yeah and and even though there's some really good games like you know even walking dead states and sinners which i think is a better vr game uh it's still not as polished as Half-Life Alex. If you really No, 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 for sure. I mean, it's pretty polished, but it's not as polished. It's still not that level. Like Half-Life Alex might play It doesn't it have safe. that tri- that AAA. It's not it's a AAA. About- There's a AAA polish yeah. to it, yeah. So I, I it understands the medium better than Half-Life Alex does, or at least it utilizes the medium better, yeah. but Half-Life Alex just has the budget and the power of the PC to just like crank that motherfucker out and it looks so pretty. And it's, it looks it's, but, it's, and it looks good on lower powered uh, hardware that's how they like the optimization of that game is unreal so i mean this does tie into the conversation because when we it does actually everybody's talking about half-life alex when it comes to it's PSVR coming to psvr 2. 2 it's basically official yeah no it totally isn't don't believe this breaking news 
Um, we don't know anything more than we did before. I know. Uh, it's, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to show up there. I think you think it will too. Everything kind of makes sense to it. There's been conversations in the past where Valve is like, we like, we're excited about PSVR 2. Look, Sony's dumping their shit on Steam. So, I, mean, I read that. A, they, Sony's been playing yeah. nice. Yeah. And, you know, and they've had, you know, previous Valve games have released on the Sony consoles. Um, so more than likely, and with Valve just, you know, wanting to support VR, more than likely it's coming. I don't think it'll be a launch title. I could be wrong about that one. I I think I it mean, will be. I think. Okay, that's fine. I mean, if I, it's not a launch not, title, it'll be one of those games where it's like definitely announced during launch. Like, and we're talking about PSVR 2 launch for those that maybe are like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, and that's, that's kind of where the conversation is going to go a little bit. Um, but we're not going to sit here and just speculate about the PSVR 2. That's not this conversation. Not really. All right. So anyways, your holidays, did you do anything else besides half of Alex? Yeah, I did. Anything special, exciting? Like, yeah. Thanks for keeping me on track here, bud. Uh, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? I played, uh, got my racing rig back up and running, which I hadn't had forever. Uh-huh. So I, I was playing some, some VR. I, I, as, as, as far as being the VR guy goes, um, I had an epic fail when I was demoing my VR um, Dude, that's, a, that's, a, that's how it always goes when you demo VR. No, but this was, I don't, I don't remember I told you this, but this was epic brutal. I sat here for 45 minutes with a buddy who wanted to try my racing rig, and I had Project Cars 2, and I was sitting there. I hadn't, I hadn't like gotten it up and running since I got my 3080, and so I was sitting there for like 45 minutes just in and out of the menus because every time you boosted the graphics significantly in, in anything um, like that was significant, you had to restart the game. So this was like 45 minutes of restarting, restarting. Oh, and my buddy's like, no, just don't worry about it. And I'll just, I'm like, no, it's got to look amazing. I got to get this perfect. Get the frame rates. I get the resolution. It's going to look amazing. I'll tweak the special effects. Get the lighting on here. And after 45 minutes, I was like, I got it. I fucking got it. Um, then my force feedback cut out. So another 10 minutes of that. Got that. Okay, boom. It's been like an hour. Buddy, sit down and, adjo- and enjoy the amazingness that is PCVR. And five minutes, five minutes in, and he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna fucking barf." And, <laughs> and and you know, it gets better because I showed him VR before, and he's like, he has VR legs, and I'm like, "Oh man, seriously?" I'm like, "This must just be too much for you." And he's like, "Oh man," he's like, "I feel really, really bad." He's like, "This is brutal," and uh, and I said, "Well," I said, "It like how did it look though?" He's like, "Not that good." He's like, "It's kind of blurry." I was like, "What?" no way and i was like and then i was like oh my god i'm like i left my prescription lenses inside the headset <laughs> so after 45 minutes to an hour of tweaking this game to look amazing what do i do i give him my headset with my fairly aggressive prescription lenses on and of course it just looks like absolute trash and i gave him my glasses like is this what you were looking at he's like yep that's what it looked like. <laughs> I was like, dude, fuck. Way to go, man. Way to go. Yeah, so that was that was a thing. Uh, what else did I play? I played, tried Seeking Dawn. I told you that. Um, it's not good. It's as shitty as everybody said it was. That's official. <laughs> I played some After the Fall. Played quite a bit of After the Fall, actually. Got, played like 10 hours of After the Fall with Skiva, who actually oh, nice. works for Vertigo Games. And so that was a really interesting conversation because i got to like give my criticisms and nitpicks right to the source um what else did i play i played some stuff i played uh i tried to get microsoft flight simulator working didn't get that going i did some stuff i played some games i played some demio i actually tried eye of the temple which was a game that you had been talking about 
And and how's Eye of the Temple? Trippy. I love that game. Like I didn't get <laughs> I didn't get out of that opening area because I was it was New Year's Eve and I had some friends watching and stuff. But for somebody who's like still like you know like the VR guy, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I'm like, this is cra- oh I'm falling. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I wish the whip was more active. Yeah, it's only like a, just a it's more of a side mechanic than a full on whip. Well, one thing I said to my buddies is that you immediately could tell that you were in a PC VR game. And I don't mean that to sound arrogant, but it was like this isn't even a major release, but it's like you just jump in you're like this is, looks really good. Yeah. No, I love that game. I mean, I can't it wasn't my favorite game of the year, but the way I talk about it it may as well be. Like I mean, it's kind of for me it's like it's like an underdog. Like no one knows about this game and they should because it really is you know, it's that utilization of your play space, the six by six space. Like you, you literally walk around an entire temple without leaving your six foot by six foot space. And I love I have the temple. I love that. Game. Yeah, there's a couple of games that do it. This one does it really well, though. Um, I feel like was it six by six. I thought it was eight by eight. But anyway, six by six. It's a good chunk. I mean, like I definitely I had to reset my perimeter. I have the space, but it needed to be in the right space. Um yeah. You know what? But even then, I had a spotter, and I was like, I was glad I had a spotter because I still never trusted. Like you know, it's still so yeah. It messes with you because you really don't realize that it's just basically having you going in circles or back and forth in your space. But that's not how it feels when you're in the game, and you're like, oh, but I was no. here, and now I'm over there. It was like it be- <laughs> the way that Star Trek says the holodecks work is how this game actually is treating it. Like I mean, if you watch the holodecks in Star Trek, it's bullshit. At yeah. no point did they ever double back. <laughs> no. Um, it's like, it's like well, the world was moving through. Yeah, whatever. But this game actually does use like your space as a space and try to tr- mind trick you, which we've talked about. There's another one on uh, SideQuest there that I played called Traverse. And there's T for the Gods, which is also a SideQuest game. They use both of these. But this was like high quality. So, I, yeah. Totally recommend you guys checking out Eye of the Temple. If you got PC, you know what? Uh, another thing that came up though, with the mention of the PSVR two, was I said I, I can't wait for the launch of the PSVR two because one of the things that I remember fondly of my PSVR one, it's not like it's not, it's gone, but in those first few years of my of having the PSVR, it was such an easy system to like demo to a bunch of people. Like if you had friends over and and I and I've been thinking about that and there's some things that still set it apart from the quest and the PC. The PlayStation, like right out of the box, had a lot of games that were like designed for like demos, like to put people in and out, like the sharking, the shark, the sharking, mm. the sharking, the ocean descent, and just that whole VR worlds thing, you know, and like and uh Russia Blood and just things like that, even Drive Club. Like, uh, you know, be Valkyrie. These were games that were very easy to put people in, in and out of. And like, and the PlayStation was so good at that because not only did they definitely put some thought into how they would, how you would demo VR to friends and family, they made console gaming made it very easy to switch between games. Like as PC, as much as I love demoing it off, it just seems like every game is like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, just give me the headset. No, 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 tweak, 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 change, change. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, now here you go. Oh, your height's wrong. Uh, okay, press no, this yeah, button. I, I mean, Open I up the Steam VR. You gotta go to the height setting. It, I don't it recalibrated demo you. PC VR. I don't demo PC VR for that exact reason. I demo, and I've actually got the quest down. Over the course of, I'm gonna just take over the over the course of the holidays. I actually didn't play very much VR at all. Um, I played Demio with you. Um, we did some after the fall stuff as well. 
Um, but after I did my 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 big little uh, top of the best games of the year and the giveaway attached to that, I honestly didn't play much VR at all. I demoed it a bunch during Christmas. And what did you um, go to? Guys. What were you like? What um, were you demoing? Um, it was Quest and PlayStation stuff. Uh, I didn't mean PlayStation actually, just because it was actually easier. Um, but it was Rush of Blood, obviously. Affected the Manor, uh, Pistol Whip, um, so super hot. Like it's, it's, it's stupid to say, but it's still it's those easy to go classics that are still you just put someone in the headset and they just know what to do within two minutes, right? There's no explanation of mechanics. No, you do. You have to think about that. Like like Saints and Sinners is like like not a good game to put somebody into. No, MO VR. Oh, God, you you no. in your head, you're like, you got this is the experience. Yeah. But it's like okay, now you got okay. This is how you got to do this. Then you got to do that. And you know, even Onslaught's a better demo, honestly, than than Saints and Sinners. If you're demoing VR, it's simpler and it's more to the that's point. That's what I mean. The other, that's the other thing. Like Saints and Sinners, it's like, okay, so what do I do? Okay, so you really don't have a lot of. Here's audio. your backpack. Here's your holsters. Yeah. Your st- this you got to go. Here. You got to store there. Okay, yeah. it's like yeah. Okay, so unless the game's like you're totally geared up and ready to go, it's like okay, go get some garbage. Well, is what gar- any garbage? Okay, then we're gonna go back. Okay, now you can make. A bandage. Okay, go back out, get some more garbage. Now, I love that grind, but it's not exactly the best yeah. demo. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, it's funny. You talk about, I was thinking about this, though, like still like Pistol Whip and Super Hot. Of course, those are go-tos. And they demo probably even better on the Quest as far as like there's no cables. There's no, you don't have to worry about tracking. They can do, they can kind of, they can just explore those two games pretty much at their leisure. And you don't have to guide them like, hey, you don't know, you got to face forward. Okay, take two steps this way. But again, back to the PlayStation, it's like that social screen. Uh oh, Brian's I gone. I know. I'm still here. Keep talking. That social screen on the PSVR is is deadly when it comes to like just being able to share games. Now, yes, you can you can cast from the Quest, but it still sucks. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. Ideal. It's laggy. It's, it's like, yeah. you know, where's the audio coming from? Even if you stream to the PC, it's like, well, who, you got to have a PC. So now you're siphoning people to where your PC is. Maybe you got a laptop, but you can't beat just like, boom, 65 inch TV, people in the living room. And I think we're getting back to that. We'll get back to that with the PSVR 2. The combination of social screen, games that take into account like living room, party, family behavior. Um, mm. which is great for demoing stuff. And then the the ease of use where it's just like switching games and games just working like at the speed of switching. But it's got a cord, Chris. It's tethered. And that's what the conversation is today. Uh, at least some of it is if you guys have been paying attention, which I imagine a lot of you probably haven't because like if I didn't have the channel, I wouldn't be on Twitter. And there's and a lot of this conversation is happening. Let's put it. Let me rephrase this. I feel like a lot of the constructive conversation, which is really funny to say in regards to Twitter, because it's usually toxic as fuck. But some of the constructive conversation around the PSVR 2 versus the Quest or the PSVR 2 just uh, as a. How are people receiving this, that it's official now? And like, did Sony come out of the door? properly i i feel like they still kind of were just like Dude, but, it's a, i mean it's ces but it still ended up being a blog post like it's it still did just, oh. <laughs> like it's still just a blog post like man i know it's not like they haven't officially like, this as much as they you know this is a ces thing 
Um, so it's not like the official, there's no trailer for it or nothing like that. We still haven't seen the headset. So there's still lots of like unknowns for this thing. Um, and you know, you said earlier, this is like the official unveiling of the headset, but I mean, most of the stuff we knew from last year when they first started, you know, when they're, they're, they revealed the controllers, like what, like a year ago now, it seems like here's the box quote. Here's this is my box. This is my, no, it's not a box quote. Here's, here's the Shughead gaming quote. Here's a Shug fact. <laughs> and that's a Shug fact. Sony. I feel when it comes to this PSVR 2, they they absolutely insist on only giving us their pre-cum. It's like, <laughs> it's like, would you just fucking blow your load already? Like, fucking on, waiting. on my face and my chest. I want it. Give it. Nah. And they're just like, they're like, oh, no. Just that. Just it. Um, no, it seemed like an announcement just to like appease like investors. Oh, uh, like, but it's else. so. But then, like, I was watching uh, David Jaffe, who I think you know who I'm talking about, and yes, and the he, Jaffe, and and he, and he was. I mean, he can be a negative bastard uh, at the best of times, but he kind of said like I was watching a video. I didn't necessarily agree with him, commented on it, but he was kind of like, "I love VR. I follow VR." He's like, "And but I hadn't had my VR on, VR on for a while," and he's like, "And with all the buzz around Christmas." And the huge quest numbers, and he's like, and my friends that were quest developers, were like, oh my god, look at these sales numbers. And he's like, I put on my headset, so I hadn't done it for a while. He's like, I played some games, I watched a movie. He's like, and then I put my headset away, and he's like, and I don't have any need to go back to it again. I was like, okay, Jaff, you need to play more VR. Yeah, I mean, Jaffe's not playing the right things, right? And that, that, to me, that's you just you, you you don't know what you're playing, so you're picking and choosing randomly. And you know, a lot of VR games are still shorter experiences, or you know, quick pick up and plays. You know, lots of like reruns or like retrying the same level over and over and over. Um, he wasn't so, yeah, wrong I mean, I though. He said that like he he's he's like it'll be interesting to see how many of all these big all, all these numbers that are huge as far as, as far as games and headsets, like what the attrition rate is, like how many people stay well, on stay on board wrong. and stay invested and he and the quest still isn't super comfortable and blah 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 no that's the reason why i didn't play vr over the course of the of the holidays um i ended up playing halo 5 well not even halo infinite i actually not i played halo, halo infinite but I, I didn't play halo 5 and i'm actually a big halo guy but i heard the story was weak so i never i never picked it up so actually before i played the campaign in, in infinite i want to play the campaign in five so i'm currently about three quarters of the way through anyways oh, that's that's actually a lot of game flat gaming for you to get that far <laughs> It is. It's but, tons. Look, um, finishing up with Jaffe, though, my point of Jaffe was his his basically his comment that irked me a little bit was he said uh, he's like talking about the PSVR two reveal, and he's like he came away going, "Cool tech, lame, lame like debut," like he was like like he's like he just said like you know it's very underwhelming. It's like okay, it's cool tech, but only if you know what. The- means he's like so basically for your average person who's like they're trying to start to build excitement for the psvr2 it's like here's a here's a here's a demo animated video basically of a bit of her and you know in vr and i'm like yeah i didn't give a f- i mean i know that like pearl was like oh my god i'm like i don't care like i looked i was like yeah like it looks nice it looks like it's you know it looks like it's the it looks like it's a, a you know like a cinematic in Horizon Zero Dawn that's probably VR gameplay, but it's like, eh, like you gotta show me more because right now I'm just like, you're gonna give me a Horizon, yeah, see, you're gonna give me a Horizon experience from what you showed me. I don't call this a reveal. I mean, you just called it a reveal, but I don't. This is not the reveal. I know it's not revealed. I know so it's, and, and I agree with you. I think Jaffe's wrong in that regard, but I yeah. understand what he's saying is that it 
again, no, the internet, it the is, internet's treating it like a reveal. The internet is treating it like it's the, the next coming of fucking god. Especially if you're a PSVR fanboy, and I get it. I mean, if you if you've been riding the PlayStation VR like horse for the last six years, this is a pretty big fucking deal. I'm not taking that away from you, but it's not like the biggest fucking deal. Like, you know, like we got some more specs, a few more things. Things we already knew for the most part. Um, but um, the specs not, are good. It's not groundbreaking, except. The fact that they've confirmed like the the really nice OLEDs and the eye tracking, um, those are and, and like the fact that it's going to do like real foveated rendering. These are things we pretty much knew, but it's been confirmed and it's like hell yeah. Like no, there's some good stats and then the stats they released. It's 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 confirmation is nice and the stats are legit. Like this headset out of the gate um, is going to be a top of the line headset. How long that is top of the line? It remains to be the question, but you know, it's not making the same mistakes that it made with the PS uh, with the PSVR one. I mean, it's definitely it, it, you know, it's higher resolution than the Oculus Quest, um, higher resolution than even the Valve Index, um, and there's nothing. And, and oh, with well, no the, other the Valve Index is beaten by the Quest two already for resolution. That's what I'm saying. But it's, so, and with no competition on the horizon, at least no um, serious competition. I mean, rumors obviously, and whatever Cambria is going to be. Um, but exactly, Cambria, they're definitely, they keep saying it again and again and again. And that was one of the things they reaffirmed over the Christmas holidays is that Cambria is not Quest 3. The Quest 2 is going to be around a long time. They reiterated this point um, directly. They, that, that's like almost a direct quote. Like Quest 2 is going to be around a long time. So there are rumblings, of course, of a Quest 2 Pro. I mean, that'll never go away. But we've heard about that last year. And what happened with that? Nothing. Everybody was fucking wrong. So everybody who's like, oh yeah, Quest 2 Pro, it's still coming. Maybe, maybe it isn't. There's no fuck, nothing to confirm that um but it's just you know the, the 120 hertz you know the oled display 110 degrees of field of view um obviously we know about all the sense controllers we'll touch on those as we, go, as we go through it um cameras in the headset vibration in the headset which people are making a big deal out of which i think people are reading too much well i have myself. i have something to comment on that though oh for sure for sure i just want to i just want to nail off the stats yeah, just that. so we can get it over that's all so that's basically it after that batteries and blah 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 and of course the it's tethered so did you go to yeah, the, you, did you feel the views 110 which is 110 which is like uh i think the, wasn't the playstation 100 i'm totally losing my mind now i think it's like 101 or 102 yeah, and, or something and like that this is like 90 but it's also yeah you're gonna be careful because uh they didn't confirm it. They just said 110 degrees. Yeah. And there's like, and there's, you can, if you, I'm read, a, honestly, I'm like, give vertical, some it's, horizontal, and it's some horizontal diagonal. And, okay, I, I, and a lot of people maybe, are assuming it's, it's diagonal. Like if they're just saying 110, it's probably like the real field of view. Like, okay. Like, you know, like if, so, if somebody tells you they have a 65 inch TV, that's the diagonal measurement. Yeah. Right. Right. Is VR measured horizontally or am I just like going to sound like an idiot here right now? Which VR? Well, if you're if, typically if you say like if field the question yeah of of ninety degrees, isn't it just horizontal or is it? Well, diagonal? that's the that's the debate, right? Well, it, no, I'm asking about, about the quest. I'm asking you about the quest. Like if the I quest says is, ninety, I think that is their hor- that is their horizontal. Because yeah, my understanding is it's like when you when, if I say it has a field of view of 110 degrees, I'm assuming it's horizontal. And for, honestly, for there to be like, well, we don't know if it's vertical or diagonal. No, we don't know that, but I mean, industry standard typically well, is 110. But, get it, but it can be important because, like, one of the things that pi- the Pimax 8K, um, I watched a review on it, and they're like, yeah, it's insane looking uh, if you can even run uh, the resolution. But the other thing that they said that people don't necessarily talk about is that the vertical field of view on the Pimax is actually like it's it's much narrower. 
like it's mm-hmm. wide but it's narrow and like it's like i don't want to see i don't want goggle effect anywhere i mean i know vertical it, vertical field of view is very important i just don't think sony would advertise 110 degrees field of view and mean vertical like they they mean horizontal we don't know what if the vertical anything, is. they mean horizontal yes or di- yeah or it could be diagonal but i'm just saying that's some backing and forthing because i'm reading like here was it say yeah field of view approximate 110 oh here psvr is 100 yep quest 2 90 valve index is 130 so like the psvr 2 the PSVR 2, it, it's got a sweet spot. It doesn't have the field of view of the Valve Index. It can't hit... No, but 110 is still legit. Like, oh, 110 it, is no saying. joke. One, a 110 is much better than uh, anything that like Quest or PSVR guys have used. I have a reverb, uh, HP Reverb G2, at least I did, and I sold it because I didn't use it. But it had uh, its field of view was around, I think it was like 114, um, which was noticeably <clears throat> a little bit bigger. Um, and it had the um and it had a higher resolution than the PSR2 and it was a gorgeous display. But so uh, even my 3080, depending on the game, that's a that's a beefy resolution to hit. And that's something that people don't talk about, I think, all the time is that resolution is nice, but it doesn't necessarily mean the PSR2 is gonna hit that resolution on all games, um, or many games, right? That's a that's just it's, it's just a reality of the fact that it might have to compromise its resolution, just like we see in flat gaming. Um, that, you know, just because you have a, a console that can... The PS5 can do 8K. It, you're not going to see 8K on most games uh, because it still struggles to get 4K in 60 frames on a lot of things. It's just... <laughs> it hasn't gotten more professional in 2022. No, lots of technical issues before this podcast started, guys, so I do apologize for my idiocy right now. But I forgot to turn my phone volume off. Okay, well, like, long story short here, I guess. Um, the camera I normally use for this thing, uh, I dropped in my hot tub. So I had to use a secondary camera, and there's lots of issues with that. And I forgot to turn the volume off, and blah, 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 blah. So this is the camera, my, it's the phone I normally use. So and this- I'm back on track. It's off now. There should be no more noises. I apologize for everybody up, who listens up to this point and hearing my phone notifications go off. I'm sorry. I'm this, sorry. This first world moment has been brought to you by... The Virtual Boys. I dropped my second phone in the hot tub. It's my old phone, not my second phone. It's an old phone that I used for a webcam. So, <clears throat> so I wasn't listening to anything you were saying there. But I'm sure, excellent points. Yeah, they were all very good points. <laughs> <laughs> I said that resolution wasn't everything, um, and that because you still have to think about like, can the whatever's powering it hit those resolutions with the quality of game. Like and that, that's that's going to be the big, huge argument between Quest 2 and PlayStation VR. Because right now, you know, if you're going from a Quest 2 to a PSVR 2, not that I've tried the PSVR 2, obviously, but looking at the numbers, you wouldn't notice a difference in resolution. If you played Yuki on P- Quest 2 and then played Yuki on the PlayStation VR 2, it would look damn near identical. But if you played Yuki on a PSVR 1 and went to a PSVR 2, man, you got, like, all you got, all you hardcore PSVR guys who have just been, like, <coughs> not upgrading and just sticking to just your just your psvr and are waiting for the psvr 2 this resolution bump is going to blow your little fucking minds man it's 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 it's, it's double it's double the resolution yeah and even going from the quest to PSVR one, it, that's the thing like it's like it's always gonna look better dude, but you're not powered by the ps5 like it's gonna they're, they're gonna hit it well it depends on the game like i said the ps5 can do 8k technically it's on the box mm. <laughs> it's on the box ryan it's on the box but it doesn't mean you're gonna get 8k and they're probably talking about movies anyways but but the fact is, is that like the, the console still struggles to hit 4K 60 on a lot of like flat games. 
it's just I'm just saying just because it has a resolution doesn't mean it's going to hit it with those like big ass AAA games. It's just yeah. the reality of it. It might not hit it. But yeah, like even when I got a Quest One, you put on that headset, and you're like, holy shit, the display is so much sharper. Holy crap, yeah. you immediately noticed it. And the Quest Two is a big jump up from that. So yeah, people who've only played a PSVR, we're like, I think it looks pretty good. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> but I mean, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it does. Just don't go compare it to something. No, and that's it. Yeah, like I said, and, and obviously, and not every game is create, created equal as well. I and mean, there's some games that look blurry as shit. No, but like, there's games that look clear as fuck. Like, in they, all of our cool. reviews for cross console games that we've been doing recently, you know, like Sniper Elite, for example, Sniper Elite is a much cleaner game. And there goes Ryan. I'm still here. It's just my camera. Sniper Elite is a much cleaner game on the Quest too. It just is. It's a very sharp looking game compared to the PSVR, which can look quite fuzzy. But the 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 graphics and the and the lighting and stuff are significantly better on the PSVR. Um, same thing with you know you see the same thing on After the Fall. So it's a give yeah. or, it's a give or take right now, and that's gonna that's gonna go away. But I I feel like we're we're, we're kind of getting off a little bit on on a tangent around there. The yep. I guess there were comments that I was reading on Twitter, um, especially uh, in regard to Nathy, who's been. Uh, quite vocal around the fact that like he's you know he's really celebrating the fact that this is huge news for ps vr uh users and also just vr in general like he's like it's really this is a really big deal this is like a mass market headset that's that is like going for a much higher higher end vr than is currently possible with like the quest 2 hardware and there's a Mm -hmm. lot of and it's it's interesting there's a lot of good comments a lot of bad comments there's a lot of fanboyism um i i see and there's a lot of com- things there that I'm just like, you guys need, we need to educate some people a little bit better. I guess a little bit. <coughs> yeah, toxic positivity. <coughs> oh, man. Oh. <coughs> I I my toxic, toxic positivity. I believe, I believe we did an episode about that. Um, I'm seeing ago. both. I'm seeing toxic positivity and toxic negativity at the exact same time yeah yeah totally totally one of the things that like right off the hop before even getting into the wired conversation is people are like yeah well they're they're gonna have to have some amazing amazing games on the psr2 if if they want me to like buy um buy into this ecosystem instead of just my quest and they're like because they're like well the you know the quest headsets like obviously depending on the market like 300 bucks and they're like, mm. and uh, and now you're asking me to spend like nine hundred dollars for a headset and a PS5 if I can even find a PS5. It's like, first of all, we don't know what the price of the headset is. Although that's probably, I'm still figuring like four hundred American. I'm gonna say five hundred American myself. Um, I, fucking Christ, <laughs> this um, is nuts. This is nuts right now. It's okay, we're just gonna cut around, Ryan. Oh. Um, it's you know I mean who knows we just don't know I feel like four hundred is probably uh, a, a price point they need they might need to think of they might they might really need to hit that um, because then it's like it's just they don't want to sell the loss though right I mean like 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 we all know they do sells these things at a loss but Sony but Sony does that they have a history of doing that with their consoles too though um they'll they'll subsidize it a little bit and that's the other thing people need to know like Facebook is heavily subsidizing that quest if I had to say I'd say probably one hundred and fifty dollars they're eating off of the like of what they probably should charge to break even on those on the quest so you got to keep that in mind but here's the thing though it's like okay fine let's even just say it's a 500 dollars headset the psvr2 
I love my quest too. You guys know that I, it's, it's my daily driver on PC. Um, I, I still, what I pass around to friends and stuff, the PSVR two, um, or my PSVR one rather gets a lot less play these days. It's just more cumbersome. I just don't go to it. Um, unless I want to show off some of the great exclusives. Um, but the quest two is a cheap headset. Feels like a cheap mm-hmm. headset. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a great piece of tech, but it does feel cheap. It feels a little light and a little a little chintzy. It uh, the display is not awesome on it. Like it's just a you know it's not a great LCD display. Bad blacks. It's heavy. It's still uncomfortable. It's still got you're still got a little processor. Like you got a little computer in the front of your headset. So it's just got a weight and an imbalance. I mean, the fact that a headset comes out. I have never seen a VR headset or a console for that matter come out where an entire like separate like market has grown up around making something making it feel better. Yeah. Like the the the, the head strap industry around the quest is insane. Oh man, there's so I'm sitting on so many right now. I got over the course of the last few months here where it's just like, yeah, elite straps and knockoffs of elite straps and battery straps and just better straps. And you're talking about like, like even the PlayStation knockoff designs. Like, I mean, and you know, PlayStation is still to this day. It's still the most comfortable headset to put on, like, like out of the box. It just feels great. And even if you buy the Bobo strap um, for the quest Two, um, it's still, it's still got a weight on there that the PSVR just doesn't have. Like when I f- bought my first PC headset, which was the HP Reverb, um, you know, again, a headset that uh, didn't have any of the tech in it. Like it was just displays basically and tracking instead of having to have like the processor in it. I was like, oh my God, it's so, it's so light. And you just don't, I, I had forgotten. I got so used to the weight of the Quest. Yeah. And I feel like the Quest, the way it shipped, with that head strap was like, this is for the casual user, which is what a lot of people talk about. The quest still aiming at the, at the, it's still focused on the casual market, which was like, they're going to put it on. They're going to play a few rounds of beat saber. And then they're going to, they're going to put it down. Um, that's not what a lot of people are using it for, but I feel like that might've been the thought behind that strap. My point being is that the quest two and the quest one to a lesser extent though, they're cheaper headsets. They feel cheap. And the PS VR two, obviously a bit of conjecture, I think is going to come out and feel very like pristine, like real premier VR. Um, For sure. We've, and you can see that. And and I'm getting that from is like the tech that's in it. Like, (laughs) this is insane. This is madness right now. This is madness. I just don't see, I just don't see like, um, a headset coming out with like those types of specs and like that, th- those types of displays, um, like really nice OLEDs. Um, and, and then being like a shitty headset. I mean, Sony has focused when you look at the PSVR one, Sony was really, really, really focused on making sure people didn't get VR sick. And they also were really concerned about making sure that people, it was comfortable on their head as comfortable yeah. as possible. They didn't want any face weight. They didn't want to use like tightness on the face to keep a headset on. I'm at risk of going off on a tangent. I am pretty sure that I'll be shocked if the PSVR two does not maintain its halo strap design. 
I would assume, honestly, it's going to look very similar. Um, maybe it'll look a little more sleek, obviously, but I totally agree it's going to have the exact same design. I mean, why fix what's not broken? It's it's just that simple. Unless someone at Sony just wants to get all antsy and be like, no, no, we got an ape. You know, I'm not sure even what you'd want to ape. Well, whatever they do, I I mean, if you look at, I haven't tried one yet, but if you look at the, uh, was it Lenovo or whatever, they, they kind of ripped it off for some, some of the, uh, I think it was the Windows Mixed Reality headsets. And I'm going to guess what you will see is, uh, uh, and, and, an improvement and upgrade, uh, you know, on the original design of the PSVR one and the fact that like, it's going to get tighter. I think it's yeah, be, no, for sure. It's like, much, like, be a yeah. much more, much more sealed in because there was still light leakage and everything on the yeah. On the PS. And I mean, that also affects your field of view, right? I mean, you know, the closer that thing is to your face, the more you can see inside those lenses. Like, you know, it's 110 max, right? Uh-huh. But if that thing's away from your face, then you're seeing 104 or 100. Yeah, even. which is for glasses people like me. I think that I I hope that there's a little more taken into account there because with the PSVR one for anyone with glasses, the fact is that you could like. If you weren't paying really, really close attention, you could scratch those lenses by bringing in it, bringing it into. Mm. And even if you thought you were good, you'd go like this, and then you could rub up against those lenses because of the way the headset sat on the forehead. So your your head had a little bit of movement in it. Whereas with the new ones, you know, with the with the way that the current ones are, like on Quest and PC, it goes with you. <laughs> It like fully, yeah. so there's a little less chance of scratching. So that's something I like to see improved. Uh, although I'll be buying like lenses like this ASAP, regardless. Um, but yeah, uh, toxic fans. We're getting off point here, but uh, well, I mean, these are all positivity. These are all things that are we're seeing a level of fanboyism. Yeah, VR right now that we haven't really seen. I think um, the closest I've ever seen would be like some like pc some some pc heads like the master race um like maybe back in 2017 or whatever like when uh, when playstation was getting some pretty killer exclusives um like you know for example like say resident evil or astrobot and they'd be like mm, if you want to play it on that resolution then i suppose and yeah there was a bit of that and like I think, dude, my after the fall video, I did that side by side by side video yeah. comparing all three. Ver- it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't designed to compare. It was just designed to show the differences. And the comments I got in that video were just like, like, of course, PC wins. The other consoles suck. Like, why would you even bother comparing these? There's no comparison. Like, well, it's not a comparison video. Like, it's just a side by side look at this game that works on all three platforms, runs amazingly well on all three platforms, and looks very different. It wasn't designed to like show that PC was better. Of course, like, everyone knows PC is better, but the comments were just so negative, and they're all they're all the negativity is from the PC side. Every PC oh, guy really? was like. Oh man, it was retarded. Yeah, I, thought, I, th- I thought it'd be the other way around with a bunch of uh, which with a bunch of people like on the other headsets going. We get it. The PC's nicer. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be reminded type thing because we. I definitely got those comments on my review, and it's like, well, I get, and I'm like, yeah, okay, like, and I and I kind of pulled back to keep the comparisons mostly just in the graphics sections of my review, just so that it wasn't that whole like constant poke poke poke. Um, mm-hmm. It's like. Look at how crappy this! Look how good this is. I think the thing that I the thing I took away from your after the fall was how ridiculously close they were getting. I thought so. That's what I took away from it. It was amazing that the same game on the PC, which looks better, is still running the same on the Quest, and you're playing with the both players are playing with each other. Like that to me was amazing. Like it's you're playing a you know a, a Game Boy Color game with your SNES buddy, and it just doesn't. It shouldn't. 
it shouldn't work like that, Which, but it does. Yeah, that is a cool, fantastic. And it's something that you, we, yeah, it's like that type of that, that, that level of cross gen playing is, is crazy. Like, yeah, like cutting edge PC players are playing with are playing with PSVR headsets. How old is the PSVR now? Like, oh my god, um, you know, that's cool. Um, and so yeah, I, we're I mean, this is funny that now you're seeing. I think I think I mean we we play PC and I and I still say I think you're seeing a bit of butt hurtness from the PC guys because they just haven't gotten a lot to be proud of in 2021. Oh yeah, <laughs> in tw- or 2020 to be like yeah. PC master race and like be really and I get it like to be real something that they can show off why they bought like a two thousand or three thousand dollar rig to play VR. There's not a lot out there. So when after the fall comes out and it's being showed across all three and it's looking like similar ish, it's like they're just like inferior. Absolutely, yeah. I mean it is. <laughs> it is. Um, the PC version is definitely a much nicer looking game. But to be to argue the point though. You, you play the PC version of After the Fall, and you're like, this could look better. Like, you could see where it was held back for the other consoles a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of content was axed to uh, get this to run on the Quest 2. Funny enough, though, contrary to what you and I had thought, um, Vertigo Games is actually contract contractually obligated to deliver the Q1 version. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. So it's that not sucks. not a just like well, we forget about it. There's a contract in place there, so it's coming. Well, good for you, Quest One guys. You get one game this year because everything is Quest Two. Everything I've seen coming out for Quest is Quest Two, like first. And it's foremost. where it's going. And I was talking. It's where it, it's at. It's it's suddenly where it's at. Not where it's going. It's it's yeah. dude. It's it's yeah. crazy. All yeah. the upcoming games are Quest Two. Exactly. And I'm sure that like no one's signing any contract. Con- fucking contract. I know. Contract. contracts um to bring it to the quest one anymore you know they're finally letting it go but you know just touching back on my original topic around or my original point about being excited for the psr2 to see its launch is we haven't really seen a vr headset like treated like a brand new console mm-hmm. launch because since yeah. psvr because it's like yeah we've seen pc headsets but they weren't like launching with a crap load of titles i mean like yeah the index launched with like half-life and that was impressive and the hp reverb g2 was supposed to launch with like microsoft flight simulator but like still they're like a, a game whereas ps mm. was like here's it was like treated like a console launch here's a launch lineup here's all these things you can dive into day one and like when the Quest 1 came out, I didn't really care, so I don't really remember if there was a lot of hype around that game. I don't think there was a lot of ton of quality games launching. And the Quest 2 just kind of went like, it's the Quest 2's here. Some games will be better. Yeah. It was like, and that's why I also think it was rushed. Like, it was like a year, year and a half till we saw anything that was like a Quest 2 showcase title. And so I'm pumped for the PSVR 2 because I know we're going to get another big launch. And a whack yeah. new shit. Like we're gonna. Yeah, no, for sure. Like exactly. Like, I'm. You know, part of the reason why I didn't play VR over the course of the holidays is because everything's coming up for the quest, and everything coming up for the quest just isn't the quality of VR that I want. It's not to say they're not great games, um, but they're smaller experience. It's still the same thing, and you know, there's full campaigns on Quest now. Medal of Honor just came out, and it's amazing that the thing is on the Quest too. But generally speaking, I just I miss I'm missing the excitement of. Like, what's next week? Because what's next week now typically doesn't impress me. 
the next whatever whatever's coming next week is going to be a quest title and that's fine but it's not going to because it's a quest title it's not pushing it's not pushing vr like any game that's coming out for the quest 2 in the next six months as far as i can tell it looks pretty cool for a quest game it looks all right but there's nothing that's like oh my god this is going to change the way like even half of alex like this is half of alex is still like, like it's like it looks so impressive and obviously I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking about i guess looks more than anything else right now but i miss that i miss being i miss looking forward to like having my mind blown by a vr game like just visually just like be, being trapped in the world not just looking at like Oh, a cartoonish world with no textures because that's what the quest two can handle to give us bigger, larger worlds. Like I want to see, I want to see these, you know, like horizon. I've never played a horizon game before. Um, I have no idea how this, if this is going to be like a full on, I don't yeah. think it'll be a full on horizon game, but I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked that, uh, what hammer who makes horizon, but it's also fire gorilla. sprite, gorilla games and fire sprites. Um, the guys behind persistence are making this thing. I'm stoked. Oh, I mean, it's all in the VR port. Yeah. Cool. I think they're actually involved. I think they're the ones developing the game. I just think they probably gorilla. they probably bought Fire Sprite just to have the VR team to throw at the gorilla. That's exactly what they did. No, that's totally what they did. I, I'm pretty sure gorilla. I'm pretty sure gorilla. It's just they're kind of like just making sure they don't screw up well, like the, the cannon. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's a Fire Sprite game first. Hey, I'm fine with that. They know VR. Um, exactly. But I'm look. But except, I'm, I'm looking gorilla, for like just seeing gorilla made rigs. Well, that's true. They did too. Cambridge. Um, but anyways, like I just. I'm, I, I miss I miss looking forward to that shit. I miss like seeing a game where I'm just like, oh my god, that looks amazing. Because nothing I see right now looks amazing. Some stuff looks great. Some stuff looks really good. You know, some stuff looks really fun. But I'm missing that like, oh wow, like that next big moment. I haven't had that next big moment for a while now. The quest um, has to be careful. Um, or at least Oculus, Meta, whatever, has to be careful, I think. Because um, they could be or are maybe could be entering into territory where, like the Wii, where it's like, really popular right now in the masses it's like the it thing everyone's like oh my god it's so much fun Woo! um and there's a lot of money to be made there because there's a ton of sales happening but the attrition's high so people are buying them and shelving them that's what we saw at the Wii. the attrition on Wii's was insane even though the yeah. sales were super high and the problem that i saw is a lot of games that started to come to the Wii, and i'm afraid that's happening on the quest too is going to be a cr- almost shovelware because it's like we can make money, we can make money, we can make money. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, Oculus curates their store a little bit better, so that's nice. That'll probably help with that, but it's still a concern. That yes, no, that's what you're but, talking about. You can curate your store all you want, but like I said, looking at you know, Upload VR um, just published like the top forty games looking forward to this year. Um, and anything Quest, it's I'll not like it's forty games. <laughs> I know, so I, I was like forty. Holy crap! Um, and I, it's not like I'm sandbagging the quest here right now. I still love my quest. It's just the quest. The quest two now to me feels like PlayStation VR did in like 2018, where like every every week I was getting some kind of new shovelware, like throw anything or freaking you know Sharknado experience or and it feels like the quest two now is kind of becoming. I don't want to say a dumping ground because there definitely is a filter on Quest as far as like what games they're letting on their on on their platform. So for sure, and you know, games with like little cities or cities VR. Um, I can't remember any other big Quest ones coming out off the top of my head. You know, there's that new cooking one that's come out right away. Like it's like you know, like that, that simulation cooking game where you actually have like oh. like make traditional recipes like like and accurately. Man, I have no desire I mean, to do that. To be fair, it's still nowhere near the dumping ground. 
that no, I, that's why I'm trying. I'm trying to, say, but I'm starting. But I'm saying is it's starting to feel like that. I mean, that, like these, it's a concern, and I think, and so like what I'm when I see people like trashing the PSVR two, typically because, and this this is where we were originally were going to really go in on it is <laughs> the cord, the fact that it's still cabled, and it's like, and it's like, okay, I get it. There is, but there is, it is a, it is a more detailed conversation with more nuances than just fuck the PSVR. It's got a wire. What, yeah. What the hell? I, I don't want to play wired anymore. And it's like, I feel like this conversation right now is almost a silly one to have because right now it's like no games for the PSVR two that we can like reference. And, and so all we're looking at is wired versus unwired well, who wants to play wired? Agreed. But it's like, okay, but at what cost does you do you get wireless capability? And uh half of Alex ain't gonna run on the quest. Not anytime soon. I can guarantee you that. Like you know, it's it, it you just described earlier how um the, you don't play the PSVR at all, like you typically go to quest, whether it's tethered to PC or not. Um that's how you've been doing virtual reality. And to my and for myself, um the way I think about PSVR two, um to me it, when the PSVR 2 drops, assuming they don't mess up the launch and it has like some of those crazy big tales that we should be expecting, I can see myself not picking up the Quest 2. I do too. I could, like, I could, like, seriously, like, 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 Quest 2, that was awesome. You, you know, you really kind of, you really carried VR and pushed VR when VR needed it. That's great. But PlayStation VR now is delivering the VR experiences that I want. Like, I want. As I want the best looking games, the biggest games. I want I want those. Like I need those. And the Quest 2, just frankly put, cannot deliver those. I can see myself going to PSVR 2 um over PC even if the game like if the games are coming out and they're graphically pretty much on par. Yeah, I know it's sure. gonna be just really easy to play the PlayStation VR version. I'm not gonna have to worry about optimizing and these drivers and those drivers and all the bullshit yeah. that comes along with PC gaming. Um, also, you know, knowing Sony, it'll probably be easy to capture it on a capture card or even recording it off the console quest sucks for recording still like it's got, it's, it's, it's still got issues. It still has shit for party matching. It's still just, it's, it's behind in many ways in that regard. Um, like I said, not really bashing the quest too, but you have to be honest about what it is. It is a mass marketed, um, like in some ways, entry level VR headset. Um, yeah for the standalone market first with tethering as an, as, as a, as an option for high end VR. But if you looked at the audience of people playing standalone quest versus tethered, I'm sure it's like, can't even compare the two. Sony is going after like they, they've intentionally said, we're not making a standalone headset. And that's something that I've been like, I was talking about with like Skiva and Jason over the holidays and a little bit with you is it's like, okay, but you really have to stop and think about, if Sony made it wireless, if they decided to go, hey, okay, guys, it's wireless, you tether to your PlayStation, that starts to become like a communication nightmare a little bit because a lot of people, oh, your, yeah. your average person goes, Sony made a wireless headset. Yeah. And they're going to buy it and they're going to go, what? I need a PS5? It's like, yes, no, it's I'm not a standalone headset. No a wireless headset. <laughs> and both upload upload VR and IGN both posted their little charts with like comparing the stats for yep. the headsets. And it's literally listed as a blurb like like Quest standalone works by itself. PlayStation VR 2 needs a PS5 without going into any details as to why that is. So 
you know, it, it kind of feeds that 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 fanboyism or that anti-fanboyism or the the, the hate, I guess, words. Um where it's like, yeah, like why does this thing have to be tethered? Like my, my I can bring my, my my quest anywhere. I don't need to be wired in. And it, it it's crazy how much like 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 the issue of quality of content just doesn't seem to be brought up. It's like, oh, it's got a wire. Like fuck this. But that's like, like, yeah, like but, r- r- the reason it's not a com- reason it's not a comment right now, or it's not being talked about as much as like it's it's not on the scale right now that it should be. Is that there just isn't right now? It's just all conjecture game wise. Yeah. And for those of us who like pay attention, we're pretty sure what we know we're going to see. Um, but Horizon is still very much just like what we've seen of it is just it could just be an animation. Like, you know, it's nothing right now. It's nothing. Mm. And it's being and I think it's actually being treated with too much. Oh, my God. No, it's not really all that. My Oh, my God, guys. Come on. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's a tease of what yeah. might happen. Um well, I wonder too, like how many quest. Like, I love to, I love to actually get like, like quest gamers. Like, if you can play, if you have the option of playing sitting or standing, you have the option. The game lets you play sitting or standing. How many people are just like, I always play standing, always, all the time. Like, I need, like, I need, like, I need to, be able to maximize my play space and run around like an idiot. Versus people who are like, oh man, like tethered sucks. But then you sit there in a chair and play your game for three hours because standing also sucks. I'm gonna get like, very attached to age and what you're playing, like. I last night I had my buddy over with his two kids aged like 12 and seven or something like that. Um, and the, the, the 12 year old who's really into I got because of me. Oh yeah. Got him into a, a quest too. Um, they don't have a PC at home to play games on. He has a PS five. Um, but right now it's all quest two for him. And like, he was playing blade and sorcery behind me and I put some mods on there and I was modding my PC version and I'm sitting there going, fuck, I'm not standing. And I'm sitting there on my seat playing blade and sorcery. And I'm like, I really should stand for this. This is like actually kind of cumbersome. Meanwhile, he was like, absolutely no way am I sitting for this. And every time I've ever seen him playing VR, he is down in his basement, which is unfinished, just running around completely not sitting down like to him he doesn't like the whole appeal is that he can run around playing his vr no and for sure we just talked about about eye the temple as being a a great use of room scale i'm not i'm not anti room scale by no stretch no but well i mean this is the you have to keep in mind that playstation vr 2 is still got like the same kind of tracking that the that the quest has like it's it's you know it's infrared um, it's got four tracking cameras, so you're gonna need you're gonna need uh, a room that has light as opposed to no light, like the PSVR. So mm-hmm. PlayStation guys are gonna have to get used to that because they're gonna turn all the lights off. Like, yeah. tracking sucks. Um, I'm in the dark. Why isn't it working? Um, yeah, I was demoing my quest and I had to turn lights on. I was so pissed because it just yeah. you know we were partying and stuff. I know. Yeah, hold on, guys. I gotta turn this light on so I can see the you know, stupid light track. Oh man, the other day I was in the middle of playing. Uh, lies beneath which i actually beat too on the quest and I, like i was like i'd been playing the game for a while and i was in my living room upstairs and all of a sudden like the whole thing just shuts down it's like boom, you know reset tracking display i was like what the hell's going on i take the heads off i'm like oh it's nighttime that <laughs> happened around me um but you know uh i digress that like the playstation i think people need to again it's just a, more awareness is it's still as room tracking like for example you could still play eye of the temple on the psvr2 if it launches there mm-hmm. full room for scale. sure things gonna do full room scale i played eye of the temple 
with a cable. I did like right? I, I have it tethered up there. I I will agree that you know people are like well then just get like a cable management system. That's not realistic for a lot of people with a home console because it's probably in a living room where aesthetics are important or they live at home with their parents and their parents aren't going to let them do it. So cable management isn't necessarily an option for people to put tethers on their roofs. But but now it's just one it's just did they say USB-C cable? Yeah, right? it, Am I out to lunch? No, you're right. It's USB-C, one cable. Yeah. So it's gonna be so, it's gonna be light. You know, it's just gonna be a little, it's gonna be like the cables that we see on our on our like well, you can't even see this on the quest or PC, right? It's just like a dinky little cable, right? Like something like this, guys. Like if you can even see that, you know, it's light, it's probably gonna be long. Um you know what? Look. You can't sit here and debate people, debate with people with the fact that like it's not better to be wireless. Of course, it's better to be wireless. Ryan has a shit router, so he doesn't play a lot of wireless, and he's in a place right now where someone's got to come over. It's hard and to get closer enough to him. And uh, so I've I am probably the more experienced out of the two of us with wireless. Um, I use virtual desktop. I use the uh, AirLink. No, I messed around. I, I definitely messed around. It's like experiences may vary is yeah. the best way to put it. And and so because you read the comments underneath these things and there's a lot of people that are like, like, no, nah, man, I play virtual desktop all the time and it's flawless. No latency, no artifacts. And I'm like, Kate, I doubt that. And like I said, playing VR Tethered is not the end of the world. I've been playing VR Tethered for years. And the best games, you know, oh, you're going about the... Uh, the latency and stuff on virtual desktop and how it runs flawlessly and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, like you said, like bullshit. Okay, guys, um, I have a $600 just to put it. Not, I'm not saying this to flaunt, but I have a 600, like 600, $650 router or something. It's some oh, even like, up the price 50 bucks. Yeah. Flaunting. It's like, it's like a, I'm trying to add in for Canadian. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like the biggest, uh, Asus router you can get Wi-Fi six. I'm like 12 feet away from it. Um, on a one gig, uh, fiber internet plan okay so like i'm i'm i would hate to say that i'm on the best of the best basically i'm on a pc with an i9 and a 3080 so i'm not lacking power on the pc either um you know like i have like everything's in place for the optimal wireless experience you know except for the user who spent 45 minutes trying to demo except for the user except for the user (laughs) except you know but like you know all the settings properly i've got the bit rate set um you know properly on the oculus app and everything and uh and also set on virtual desktop and the experience is usually pretty damn good it's usually pretty close to wired but it does hiccup and it pisses me off i can I'll, i'll hear it sometimes blip in the audio that drives me crazy um, sometimes it will stutter. It just does, even though it's m- usually a fairly smooth experience. Um, well, you're a liar, Chris, because it works flawlessly. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't. If people are getting it wa- flawlessly and they really are, I'm really happy for you. I'm really impressed. But yeah. I think that that is not going to be most people's experience. It and it's still hit or miss. Some games still aren't great with it. Um, you know, latency is actually not the issue. I don't have any issues with. I don't detect a lot of latency. It's more just like performance hiccups, like same. I mean, like driving games, you know, any or competitive anything where frame rate is king. Um, I just don't like dropping frames, even if I if I can detect yeah. any of it. So I usually just wire because it's just it's more reliable. And this is to me, this is the bottom line. 
when it comes to looking at Sony's decision making around this, I think that anyone who really stops and thinks about it is going to go, okay, well, we should have expected that. Sony has always been so careful about delivering like a positive experience in VR. There's been like overprotective of it, if anything, on the PSVR one as far as frame rate goes, and um, and like safety and all the different comfort settings that they wanted like on by default and shit, right? That it's like, is it really surprise you that Sony's going to launch the PSVR two and put it into the jeopardy that you've got the right tech in the house to run your headset wirelessly through your router because you pretty much need Wi-Fi six. You do. And the PS5 yeah. can do it, but it's going to go through your router. Like what Ryan and I were saying, no, I haven't seen any wireless VR headsets going Bluetooth to the headset. I don't think it's capable of the bandwidth. Um, and so you need a good router and you want to bitch about expenses, boys and girls. Like if you want, you know, you got to throw a great. Chris just spent $7,000 on his router. Don't forget that. Yeah, guys. It went up a significant amount, obviously. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's a thing that Sony can't control and they don't want people out there going, oh, this fucking sucks. It's dropping frames. And then Sony's like, okay, okay. So it's not the headset. And, you know, it's like, oh, like that's a nightmare. Whereas if they, yeah, just, yeah. If they just call go, the Sony, please reset your router, sir. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, what router do you have? Well, it's the one that came with my contract and Sony's like, okay, well then it's probably garbage. Um, which is true. It just is right now, right? Fast forward. And, and I've quoted you many times on this, Ryan, as I think you're dead on PSVR two pro. Is yep, gonna be, I was going to say it as I, soon as you stopped talking I, and it, you just stole my own thoughts. I, I, well, I'm also giving you credit for it. So shut up. You know, the th- I really think you're dead on about that. I've said it many times. I've even tweeted it out as well that like, as an answer to people like, gang, just wait for the pro, not only because they can justify a new model, but also because in two years time from now, three years time from now, a lot of most routers that are coming from like your, your provider are probably going to be Wi-Fi six. Um, Mm. you know, it's just going to be a lot more standard, um, you know, high speed internet, like not that it really matters in this situation, but it's going to be a lot more commonplace. It's just that like, it's going to be, uh, a lot, you know, a lot more commonplace. Plus at that point, the PS4 two already has a reputation now. It's like, it runs well. So if it's running shit wireless, then people at least know that it's their wireless and it's not, Mm. it's not the headset. They don't want to launch like that. The other big thing is price. If all of a sudden the headset has to be wireless, there's more that has to go in that headset. And for sure, you just said you, you, th- you, you think they're going to hit that, that $400 price point. I said $500. And honestly, I, I think you're probably more right than I am. But even if I'm right, you can't go higher than what I said. Like to go anything higher now, you're looking at, you know, spending over a grand on VR again on Sony's end. And that's just a huge ask. There goes my camera. You but, can um, see it in all the comments though, right? I figured they would do this, right? But a lot, of, a lot of people, when they think of the barrier to entry of a PSVR 2, they are, they are adding on the price of a PS5. Because yeah. they're assuming, like, a lot of people like don't have PS5s. Which is, we know because they can't get one or they just haven't chosen to. Still. I mean, and that's still going to be a big issue as far as, like, release. I mean, I saw them in store. Saying- I saw them in store where we are. Oh yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I don't go I don't go out so I can't really say that. But um uh analysts are saying that PSVR2 could be launched as early as April of this year. I don't think that's going to happen like at all. Was that breaking news? Um 
It was actually, I believe, part of their breaking news, maybe. Wow. I don't know. I you know um, to be fair, I think he said that it might come earlier because one of the things that leaked, um, and I think this is I think this has been con- mostly confirmed, is that it's gone into production. Yeah. Yeah, there was a big big thing just pre Christmas or just that Yeah, about like it leaked at like one of the you know, one of the big manufacturers in, in uh in like China or whatever is got a massive order for like, you know, basically a console specific peripheral thing. And it's like, okay, we all yeah. know what this is. But uh April still seems too early to me myself. I mean, maybe games, summer. man, games. Yeah. And that's exactly it too. And like you and you know, like you have time to build. You can spend the next six months building hype. You don't need to like April. There's no rush for April. Like there's, make sure you have your make sure your launch is right because if you if the launch is fucked, man, that's not good. I mean, the last thing I want to see is just a bunch of, you know, rehashes of games you already have for PlayStation and everything else got delayed. So no, 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 no. I mean, personally, I'm still sticking by my October anniversary date for a release date. I'm sticking to that. I don't know why they would change that. It's right around that kind of Christmas rush thing anyways. And you don't want to release, like, you know, summers are typically, you don't want to release new tech during summer. It's just kind of a, a, a rule of thumb. People do. I'm not saying they don't. But generally speaking, people are on vacation. Oh, it's, it's going to be spring or things. fall. Yeah. And I, I, I think spring's too early. Well, remember so. you, and I, and I pushed spring for a while. You know that. Anyone who watches it said I was. Yeah, you're wrong. Uh, but, I I, but I really don't know. Uh, two big things. I don't think I don't think they've got the games and stuff ready to go. And they, uh, the biggest thing is that the biggest thing that I think is just a logic thing is consoles. They're just like Sony still can't get them reliably in stores. Yeah. It's still hard to find when you still got to like bust your ass to find one. And uh, and they're going to be you know, they're going to want to be pushing numbers. And if they're trying to push a headset where you can just see the 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 publicity nightmare that they're going to have you just know Dude, it's going to have there's headsets on the shelves yep. and no That's ps5s exactly on the shelves gonna oh my god it's going like, to be the news broadcasts you know like your local news going like yeah sony's new psvr headset in walmart it's like but there's no consoles and it's like it's like it's gonna like bottleneck it like and, and they could kill their their rollout of the PSVR two dead in its tracks hype train wise. Think it, they'll bundle it? Think they'll bundle yes. PS five and PSVR two yes. in one big bundle? Yeah, fucking probably buying that one. I think they'd be crazy not to bundle this thing um, as an option. Just be like, this is your VR bundle because I think I mean you read the comments again. There's a lot of people that are like, if this delivers, like I will buy a PS five um, to play my VR. Well, especially too, you 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 factor in that scalper price too. I mean, assuming I mean. Uh, I have to assume the PS5 thing, you know, is coming to an end as far as like, you know, hopefully by October, this isn't an issue. They say it's getting but, there, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, if it's not, like scalpers are paying, or people who are buying off scalpers are paying, you know, upwards of a grand or more for this thing. But now if it's bundled in in, in Walmart for $1,000 and you get the VR and the PS5, I mean, that'll still move. People will buy it just because it's there and it's cheaper than getting from a scalper and you get a VR headset. I mean, it's a weird market like to bypass scalpers like that. Like, but it, but it would like people are paying that price anyways. I was talking to one of my, uh, one of our American friends there and we were talking about pricing and he laughed saying like, basically when, when, when him and I talk about console or headset prices, he's like, it sounds like you're buying it off a scalper all the time. I said, yeah, it's the Canadian government. Yeah. Um, but I'm reading comments here like one guy's like so I can play Half-Life Alex wirelessly on my Quest 2 with immaculate graphics no perceptible latency without the thought of a wire trailing down my neck and back so what's your you know like what's your what's your yeah okay fine you're you're talking about like a $3,000 setup like 
Yeah. You know, like I can, sure, with $10,000, I can probably play from space, but it doesn't, like, you're, it's, they're not quite accurate comparisons. Like, it's, it's, and, 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 and and it's not a, it's, it's good graphics, but, um, if the PSVR2 can pump out the ultra level, uh, settings that the PC does, which on Half Life Alex 2, given its, um, its optimization, I bet you probably will. It's going to look night and day. And I can tell you that from a point of actual fact, because my HP reverb uh, playing Half-Life Alex was like a different looking game. And I mean, yeah. And people who haven't experienced like, okay, sure. It's just a better. No, dude. When like, when it's that much sharper and you don't even have to have a- anti-aliasing on, like it just looks so sharp. And, yeah. I and, went from my CV one to my quest two and boom, yeah, that was a big difference deep color uh blacks of the of the better displays and those weren't even oleds on the reverb it just had really nice uh lcd screens um it is significant so it's kind of like this like so you have to t- so i take that comment of immaculate graphics well okay no they're not immaculate they're good graphics um and so it's like is that enough to get is that enough to get that guy over the wire no, let's be honest. The PSVR 2 is a lot less attractive to people who have a high-end PC outside of, if they've got a really good headset that they like, outside of, say, Sony's exclusives. But that's not something to just minimize. Yeah, but, it's, but that's, that's, that's been the same thing. It's just like, you're, you're, yeah, if you're a PC VR guy, if, PSV, if you're an elitist, then yeah, you were never going to buy a PSVR 2 to begin with. And no matter what PSVR 2 ever had, you never would have bought it because you're stuck to a PS5 and it's already three-year-old tech and my brand new $5,000 PC can already run this shit better. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, but with eye tracking, um, dude, I, like said, with eye tracking and built-in foveated running capabilities with that and yeah. you got like built-in SSDs in every console. So they it's going to be nuts, so man. They like, like program for that. This could kick the shit out of PC. I'm expect. I, I'm, I wasn't joking. I'm level. totally expecting to just not like. I'm totally expecting to honestly just put my quest aside and not play games on PC or or Quest unless they're exclusives. Because, like to me, like, on, like I said, like you just said the SSDs and the eye tracking, uh, and the foveated render. Like, it's just it's it, and it's it, a it, really it good. It's a very good all round headset. Like it's got yeah. it's got better resolution than the Index. Um, it might not have the refresh rate, but it's got a high refresh rate. You can do 120, so that's nothing to yep. stop off at. It may not have the field of view, but it's not a shitty field of view. Nope. Um, it may not have as good enough as good a tracking as the index. So it beats the index only in resolution, but it it it's, it's going to destroy the reverb on um, just about every category, probably, uh, with the exception of the reverb having a slightly better resolution. But the display is probably going to be better on the on the PSVR. So it's like it just destroyed the that the index has only got um it's got it doesn't have a resolution on the index, you know, really. But it's gonna be like a half, half the price of an index easily. Um mm. it's just like and then it's like, okay, so you got some Vive headsets, but does anyone I mean the Vives are what's a Vive? They're over a grand too. Like it's like yeah. like people I saw one guy said, um, I'm not gonna jump on the hate train for the PSVR two. He's like but if it doesn't work on PC as well, then I'll jump on the hate train. I'm like, well, you better get on the hate train then. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? You're going to make this thing just plug in and play like on Steam, no problem? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it'll get hacked like that. 
Oh, like that. I mean, if this thing connects via one USB-C cable, then and yeah. And it's got I mean, inside-out tracking and controllers. Dude, it's going to be, but it, it's not going to just plug and play and work. You're going to have to do a bit of work for that. There'll be a, you know, you visit the uh, PSVR 2 hack Reddit to make it work. But I think all the people that mess around with PSVR 1 trying to get that to work on PC, I mean, you'll be so thankful when PSVR 2 drops because I think it'll work like within a, within a week, it'll work just flawlessly on PC if you want to, which would be awesome. Um, if it does work as well, it's supposed to, if imagine if PSVR two is just steam compatible, like you had to plug it into a PC, but it's just steam compatible, little PSVR two logo on your steam, uh, supported headsets. That'd be awesome. Um, there's no, and there's no reason why not. I mean, they're selling the headset either way. So I think I'm actually, I think it's basically what's going to happen is, um, is that the games, this is the, I go back to this point. Right now, there's nothing on the scale to counteract the like the like. Why would we put up with the cable? And it's yeah. like when you start to see some of these games, um, I, I I assume we're gonna see some insane heavy hitters. Gran Turismo, Resident Evil Eight, Half Life Alex. These are all confirmed. And I, yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. And like no somebody's got confirmed. 17 AAA studios under their name. Um, yeah. you know, like. Well, and you factor in the whole um, hybridiz- the hybridization thing, you know, the fact they're really pushing their games to have both VR and non-VR modes, regardless of like, it, you know, it, it, it's a game changer. If you can if you can buy God of War, you know, I've said this before, but God of War, you can get it for your PS5 or you can get it for PS5 and it's playable in VR. And even though it is still just, you know, it, it is you're just a camera behind um, Kratos, you know, if it looks as if it's running on the PSVR two and it looks as good as it's supposed to, and there's no and it's lossless as far as that quality of the image, I'll play the fuck out of that in VR. I mean, and you start saying, well, like God of War five, God of War six is in VR, and Grand, you know, Grand Theft Auto five is now in VR, and you know, this is all pure conjecture, but you know, you know, Uncharted five or whatever the hell number they're on, you know, all these things are in VR and only available on PlayStation. Um, it's a big deal. And of all the companies that are out there right now, PlayStation, I guess Nintendo, but PlayStation really pushes their exclusives more than, more than anybody else. And they have arguably the best exclusives, at least the biggest and best, um, you know, Microsoft has a few, but they're, they're a few and far between, but like Sony's exclusives are a big fucking deal. And to sit there and act like they're not, is just silly. So, I mean, like I said, we don't have the proof yet, but I mean, you know, unless they, they mess up their launch, it's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be great. Well, I've been reading comments here, and one guy said that VR enthusiasts, for the most part, don't give a shit about the cable or not. Um, they no, are. I I still play tethered all the time. So, and I think that just, that's probably fair. There's definitely some VR enthusiasts who who have the amazing setups in PC, and they and they are playing wireless. But I would say it's less of an issue um, because we just don't care as much um, as we're all about like the premium experience, but he did make a good point. He said the concern and it's something not to minimize is that the, the mass market, the casuals, the wire will is a deterrent, especially for the younger crowd, like because they're starting to get used to it. And, and I, that's, I think it's, it's just never going to go away as, as a, as an issue. But, no, then they'll get their Quest 2 first, but and if then they they'll have, get sick of it after Sony's a year, and then they'll game. get their parents to buy them a PlayStation VR 2. That's what'll happen. Sony's got the games, the wired conversation goes out the window. Um, of course, you know, it's just a matter of time until someone hacks this thing and then and also builds in like in watch virtual desktop make it happen. 
Um, yeah. You know, because they basically came in and did it for the for the quest. Um, I, I, I something like that. I saw someone make that comment that it'll just get emulated, and that's probably a possibility. But again, at least that's not on Sony, and that's the biggest thing. I think Sony's just really worried about they can't control those expectations if they're relying on other tech, and I think that is the biggest thing that no one's talking about. That's why. Um, <laughs> the user. This is a, this guy's saying. Uh, defending Sony. He's a console player. Sit down. No, and that's not true at all either, man. Like that's, it's just, it's just, it's just no, but it's, I mean, no, I, but, it, but it's probably not untrue that people like I, I am a console gamer and, and standing to play a game just seems weird, but the, your younger audience might be different. I mean, like I said, I, I'll, I'll definitely stand when I have to, I'll sit when I want to, but I mean, I'm also a PC gamer and I do the same thing. I mean, it's just it's it's comfort. I also stand during my jobs. I mean, to, I don't know. To me, it just sounds like some of these guys are just like couch pirates who just fucking sit there in their basement all day. Yeah, I stand because I don't do anything else during my fucking day. And I know I'm kind of you know I'm being there's a bit hatery, but uh, it's can just it's, we, can we pull our playstations off their uh, off our entertainment systems because we yanked our cable. That's one problem though. We've gotten used to wireless. Some of us. Um, this one guy says here, Quest users clearly forgot that they got used to the latency and compression artifacts on shitty Quest LCD displays while playing unoptimized flat game mods, pushing overpriced PC rigs to their knees. What a waste of power. <laughs> <laughs> the hate train. So, you know, the one thing we haven't talked about, though, um, and this is a big deal, and I and I, I play... I was re- read one comment that said, well, it's not an issue for your average person who's a casual gamer and plays VR for, like, stints. But I'll sit there and play VR for a while. I know you will too. And uh, for example, after the fall, over the holidays, I was playing with a group of uh, three other guys, and uh, one of us was on one of us was on a rift, and the rest of us were on Quest Twos tethered to PC, all PC guys. And I tell you, it became a shit show around the ninety-minute mark, where everyone's like, <laughs> uh, "Guys, like we got to finish this round. I'm almost dead." Yeah. And it's like and you know, and it's like unless you had like the absolute right cable and it wasn't too long and stuff, it couldn't charge enough to keep the thing going cabled. Yeah. And so yeah. people were like, "Well, you know, wireless." I was like, "Yeah, wireless was and I went wireless because then I had my battery pack." Yeah. Then the battery pack died. Like we couldn't we were we played for almost 8 hours and it was a shit show of, "Okay, guys, let's take 30. I got to charge." That's a pain in the ass. When, when, yeah, totally. Like, totally. When, I, we had a hard time getting through a Demio match fully charged. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was rough. I mean, like, my battery pack now has been it just it's been saving my ass because, you know, my Quest 2 now, I mean, it's it's had a fair bit of use over the last year and I can tell the battery life is less than what it was when I got it and I mean, I'm rocking like 2 hours. And if I start recording footage and shit, and anything yeah. you do in the Quest 2, even you know, app, you know jacking up the uh the um, the uh not resolution the um wow words. refresh rate like go yeah refresh rates anything you do to the quest 2 outside of just playing a game just jacks up the battery the, the battery consumption so you start recording shit oh go I, I, you know yeah. two hours is like ideal like or if I, the best i'll get is two hours if not less than that so yeah the battery pack thing for now like that'll carry my quest through to the end of the year but uh yeah no having like an hour and a half to two hours with the quest uh could really suck some days oh my god it can suck so bad what I think you're going to start to see is 
um, you're going to see a market. I think the launch of the PSVR 2 as a mass premium VR option, you're going to see the standalone Quest really be standalone. Like that's going to be its that will be its thing. Like somebody compared it to um the Switch and a PS5. It's like you don't bitch too much that your Switch doesn't have the graphics or all of the games because you just know its limitations. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's wireless and that's great, but you understand that comes with that comes with cost. I think that that's not an unfair. I mean, we know that you can do wireless with high-end graphics, but again, for all the reasons we mentioned, I can understand why Sony didn't do it. It's going to happen. If it's not Sony, it'll be someone else that brings out an adapter for it because there's a huge there's a huge demand for it. But again, it's not on Sony then. That'd be awesome. Like I said, it, it, you know, like on paper, it's one of the best tests you can buy. So if that works with PC and it works in your policy, you just plug it into your PC and it works just like a Quest does. I'll be all over that, man. That's a that's 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 a definite perk to that headset. Yeah. With but, but but I mean there is the downside again. Well, that is one one problem though. If you go back to say virtual desktop, uh, to get virtual desktop to work, you had to download it on your PC and then you had to go to SideQuest and download virtual desktop through SideQuest. Mm-hmm. Then the Quest could talk to your PC. That's so they they had to put software on it. Um, yeah, and like unless unless you know you're sideloading your uh, PSVR two, it's going to be more difficult. But that's a that's a different conversation altogether. But People kind of forget, like, like they said, VR can, you know, I don't think it'll die, but like, you know, VR can definitely be held back. You know, if if, if the PC, if the PSVR two is a huge giant bomb and doesn't sell the way um, the industry is expecting it to, that's a big, huge blow to VR. Like, it's a massive, massive blow, not just to you know to gaming and everything else. It's 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 a it'll be a big deal if PSVR two fails. Um, so to sit there and attack it because it's like another, it's another brand. Like it's awesome that you're glued to meta. Like that's awesome. I mean, I love my meta quest too, but you know, it, it, every, every, whether it's PC quest or PlayStation, you know, each one offers its own disadvantages and advantages, but either way, all of them succeeding makes each other succeed. Like, you know, the quest right now is doing all the heavy lifting for the PSVR because the quest is moving heads. It's like mad kids are getting on the quest bandwagon like crazy yeah. and not just kids, adults too. And so when the PSVR two drops, when they're ready for that next level experience and, you know, maybe they're willing to invest because, you know, this $400 quest two headsets pretty friggin' awesome. But as it turns out, even though it's a thousand dollars for the PS five and the PSVR two, look at the shit you're getting. This is like, this is, you know, the VR fantasy that we've been selling or and, and buying, I guess, for the last six, seven years of like putting on a headset and being transported to another reality, the PSVR 2 brings us that much closer because we're not getting the types of, you know, alternate realities in VR that we want, especially on the Quest. When you're looking at games like Township Tale or um, Zenith, like, you know, these are like, you know, depending what, what your thoughts are, these are big, huge open world games, but I'm not, I don't feel like I'm transported to the world. I feel like I'm in a game with like no textures and low poly because they're trying to cram this thing onto a headset that, can barely run this stuff. And then you see something like the PlayStation VR. I'm not talking about PC too, but the PSVR 2, which now is like unrestricted as far as like tech, you know, gaming advancements and what we can see and do, you know, it's ready player one, man. We're, we're, we're getting closer and closer to ready player one. And the quest two where it stands now is not that next step. Um, the PSVR 2 is the next step. It's the next evolution in VR. Um, and you know, what's after that? Who knows? Right. I mean, but for me, like PSVR 2 is, it honestly feels to me like it, this is PSVR 2 is the bookmark for the next generation of VR. 
And whether the Quest, Quest 3, whatever magic happens there, and now suddenly they're doing whatever else. The PSVR 2 is, it, it's the first VR headset of this generation, this next generation. That's how I look at it. And I think, obviously, depending on the games and everything else we get from it, we'll see. But that's how I feel about the headset currently. It's, 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 it's our first next-gen headset. You can't argue that I think the future is going to be wireless, like, and the future is going to be standalone. It just, it just is. It's where it's going to go. But until wire, until standalone computing power, um, with the combination of hardware and software, get to the point where they're able to like get into that similar territory, tethered's always going to be like <laughs> the it is where the best visual experiences are, are going to happen. And obviously that could be wired tethered or just tethered. Um, it's just, it, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see how things lay out. I mean, con- one said, one comment said that, you know, console gamers expect it simple plug and play. That's like, and it's true. That's why some, a lot of people play console, even if they have a PC or they choose, you know, like they choose, they just don't want to dick around. And I still yeah. play my console a lot for flat gaming. I still want to fuck around my PC. I don't want to sit at it. And, you know, yep. and the fact that like the PS5 is probably in a lot of people's living rooms and it's just it, Sony's just kind of like, yeah, like this is just also living rooms, limited space. Like they're just probably looking at it going, it's just not a priority. It's just not going to be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Now, is it? I don't know. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be interesting. One guy did say, I was reading an interesting comment. Well, I can't verify if it's true, but he said there was a patent about a year ago. That, uh, from Sony about um, showing the PSVR 2 having PC connectivity. Hmm, I don't know if I remember seeing that one. Not that I'm up on Wouldn't it be interesting though if Sony launched this um, as like that the PS5 was like, you know, it was it was the PS5's headset, but it was also like a premium VR headset for PC. Honestly, it sounds like a brilliant idea. Like as, as I was talking about before, it just like, I'd be amazing. Like it would, it would automatically. I mean, it's a better quality. It's a better headset than my Quest 2. So, I mean, and I use my Quest 2 for PC gaming. So if the PSVR 2, I can plug it into my PC and it just plays with Steam, no issues. Do they? Oh, What's, I mean, one could argue, do they need to? Like, um, a lot of, I, I'm going to guess the answer is going to be no, but it is an interesting thought exercise. If you think about like the Quest's dominance, even on Steam VR, like it's what so many people are using. Even playing after the fall with randos, I mean, so many people are on tethered quests yeah. if they're oh, on yeah. PC, right? And if Sony comes out and goes immediately after that market too, it's like, okay, you can play on a PS5 or you can play on PC, but this is the VR headset. This is yeah, this and, is the mass market VR headset, period. Like they, they going after index do. with it too, you know, like Fuck what it you. allows them to do is it allows them to sell their headset standalone. So if you have a PC and you want to just buy the PSVR headset, you can. And then if you want to buy a PS5 down the road, that's your option too. If you you know if it, let's just say the exclusive library at launch isn't that impressive, but you can plug this thing into a PC, so you can still play all your PC games no problem. And let's say two years down the road, you know the PS5 library, you know PS5 dropped fifty bucks. Um, the amount of VR exclusives has gone up, you know, substantially in that time. Now there's some like legit hardcore, awesome Resident Evil Eight type experiences that only work on P- P- uh, P- uh, PS5. And you already have the PSVR headsets. Now you're not, it, it, you know, you're you already did you already did your initial half the investment already on the headset. Now you just got to buy a PS5, which you know it's not one thousand dollars right off the hop. It's five hundred dollars spread over the course of well, you know a couple of years. So here's, I mean, here's an interesting thought exercise again. The PSVR one did not, for the most part, did not help push PS4 console sales. 
I don't no. think. You know, I really well. Do. They might with the pro. They the might have, but I'm just saying. I don't think it was. Well, let's use the PSVR to push the PS4 sales. That's and I doubt, and I doubt that they're looking at it, going, "We're going to push more PS5s, um, like it to a, you know anything that matters, any number that matters, using the PSVR 2 This is what I'll, this is what people are going to buy this console for. I don't think they're there yet, mm-hmm. but it does make sense that Sony would be trying to push VR forward. Just like you know, these are the guys that invented Blu-ray, and they were trying to, they, so they had they tried to get that into everything they could, so that Blu-ray was the mass, um, you know, physical fat player. Yeah, you could make the argument that Sony could be looking at the same way, going, if we want to make this, like if we really want to push VR forward, and we want to control the push of VR, then we've got to we've got to cover our bases. Um, mm. It's an interesting thought exercise. Um, you'd see a lot of those Quest headsets that were playing through their PC switching to a PSVR headset. It's got my wheel spinning, man. I never really thought about that till just this episode, and now it's like, man, like how that'd be such a really good idea. Sounds but like it might need to be the next episode, but <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing that I thought was like, no, 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 and then the more you think about it, hmm. maybe no, it's a really good idea. I don't really see a downside, honestly. Well, I mean, you look at, I mean, look at Thrustmaster, for example. They have and they have like a PS like they have always had a PlayStation version of their wheel, a PlayStation version of their flight stick. Mm-hmm. They've had an Xbox version of their wheel and an Xbox version of their flight stick across all their lineups. But all of those will play on PC. It's like yeah. not competition. And we have seen Sony be putting exclusives on the PC, too. So they're it's not like it's completely out of the realm of possibility. It just be no. Really, just the fact that it's USB C only. I mean, honestly, it's to me, it almost seems like a no brainer. And the architecture of the PS Five is is much more in line now. PCs for yeah. easy porting, so it's not again. It's like hmm. interesting. Well, maybe we'll leave it on that, guys. Yeah. In the comments, let us know what you think about this. This kind of ended in a weird thought exercise, and now I'm it really did. It really did. Um. So let us know what you guys think. I'd love to know what you guys think about this, like about the PSVR 2, the information we have, but also like, do you care about Tethered um, or not? Or or Ryan and I are just a bunch of just fucking fanboys. They're like, I don't care about it. I like PlayStation. Um, I am a bit of a PlayStation fanboy, so I'm cheering for the PSVR 2 pretty hard. I'm just tired of substandard visual games. (laughs) No, I'm in the same boat as you, man. I can't wait for the PSVR 2. I am stoked. Um, patrons, uh, I'm going to thank our patrons here again just because they are awesome and they are great, amazing people who are helping support this podcast. Um, and yeah, it's nice to be back, guys. I know this episode was kind of a bit rough. I do apologize as almost all those issues were completely on me. <laughs> it won't be nearly as rough as uh, as Ryan's saying because I'm going to fix most of this in post. Hopefully, hopefully he does. But man, I... I I'm putting you to work in this one. If you I, don't I'm see so Ryan for half the video, there's a reason. For- why do well, they don't keep, see me for half the video? Why anyways. do they keep cutting to footage of yeah things? Yeah, <laughs> just just like cut. Yeah, but anyways, guys, uh, I gotta take off anyways. But uh, yeah, it's been a fun one. This is definitely. I'm thinking now, Chris. I'm thinking. Dun, I don't dun, like it. Dun. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. Obviously, welcome to 2022. Ryan and I have been throwing around the idea of a lot of doing live episodes. Um, let me know what you guys think of that as well. Schedules are a bitch with us though, to be able to nail time. So I still don't know if that's going to be realistic and Ryan keeps ditching me out of town. So yep. Anyways, guys, 
Uh, yeah, stay tuned. Thanks for watching. Again, don't forget, you can listen to this on all your major podcast services. Uh, Later, all. Bye. Bye.